0: Welcome to episode 2 of Happy Alone with Andrea Marston. I'm Andrea Marston. Funny how that works. And this week I booked a guest. True story. Woohoo! My first guest is going to be Jonathan Shabu, a great friend, amazing singer, amazing performer who I met during the Bob Curry program in 2017 at the Second City. It's a diversity program and... Um, it was an interesting time in my life where I definitely struggled with my racial identity. Jonathan Shabu was a great friend during this whole time and he is an amazing deep soul. I'm so excited for you all to hear my conversation with Jonathan Shabu about how he's learning to be happier alone. Welcome to Happy Alone. I'm so excited to have my first guest, and oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, you're my first guest. I didn't tell you that before we started recording. Oh Surprise! Um, it's my first guest and a very good friend, uh, a fellow Second City Bob Curry alumni. It's Jonathan Shabu. I'm gonna let him tell you, but I'm so because you need to know him.
1: Okay, I guess I'll I'll, I'll tell, it, <laughs> I'll tell it myself. Oh, uh, how long ago was the Bob Curry?
0: It feels like ten thousand years ago, but I it think like it 10, was four years ago. <laughs>
1: wow, Four years, um, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Jonathan Chabu, uh, I do. I'm a comedian in the city. I also uh, I'm an actor, performer. I have uh, been lucky enough to study in a whole bunch of different places. I was I was part of the um, uh, Steppenwolf uh, School at Steppenwolf in Chicago, 2019, which was super cool um really glad i was able to do that and what else am i forgetting
0: oh i have All so much I this This is the worst part yeah
1: i i i'm 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 notoriously terrible at recounting myself in any way that's any good
0: yeah i gotta say that's my least favorite part about being a comedian and a performer is the self-promotion i don't yeah. love it I don't love it. But here's I could I love I love talking about my friends and how cool they are. That's so cool. let me tell you some things about Shabu. He is an amazing singer. He sang he was in a show called I wanna call it Pineapple Express. I know it's not called Pineapple it's-
1: Express. <laughs> <laughs> it, was uh, I the- think it was the Pineapple Club
0: yeah or something like that but you sang freedom by george michaels Mm -hmm. and and it was the best version of that song i've ever heard he should win like friggin grammys for that performance shout
1: out george michael
0: george michael awesome he also wrote a song about um fat guys being good at sex and i am here for it for, for our bob curry listen someone's
1: gotta tell the world
0: so. You know what? I'm I I I played that over and over again the whole year. First year I knew you, I was obsessed <laughs> with that song. Because um, as a fatty, we need someone representing out there for us. Gotta thank get you got the love. Thank you for the work you've done. Thank also, me. he's toured with Evil Dead the musical. Yeah. Uh, you just like randomly missed this huge thing. Um, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's famous.
1: Oh God. Oh please. Um, I like, no. Yeah. Th- I, I. That was my first touring musical was a lot of fun um i kind of stumbled into it which was i think that's the best way to do anything big it's just like whoops i'm here uh let's see what happens
0: shabu can i tell you something i think for the amount so there's a lot of egos (laughs) in this in the comedy world right yeah yeah. and in the performance world you have the most amount of talent and the littlest amount of ego and i and i'm just like shabu do you, uh, 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 and he's all done a bunch of other things, too. I was just thinking as you were talking and you were like, oh, humble, humble. I just stumbled upon this. He had an amazing audition. He got the part. <laughs> he went on tour. <laughs> and I, oh, also- my
1: God. Hold on. Wait, hold on. I have to actually tell how I got that part.
0: Please tell me.
1: Okay. Because I like to barely audition. Um, so I was doing the house co at uh, Second City. Which which for people who don't know, it's basically like second city gives you uh i don't know what it it's like free training for a year, you kind of yeah. l- learn how to create a second city show, you learn how to write sketches, you get a coach um and it's it's really amazing um but you get to do it in the or what was what was oh, yeah. the john candy box theater
0: soon to be a condo yeah wow. <laughs> He's sad. She's oh. sad.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Um, so, yeah, so uh, we were doing that. I was I was in the middle of um, finishing up, I think it was like her second last or last performance at Houseco. And uh, a friend of mine who was in it with me, Sherry Gotta, She she's friends with a man named Chris Bond. Chris Bond is an amazing dude, amazing dude. Um, great director. He was a great performer. Um, and he wrote Evil Dead the Musical. So, so I'm there just dancing around singing about. I don't even know what the sketch was, it wasn't very good, but it, I was it was I happened to be singing during the sketch. And he was there, and after the show, he just comes up to me, he's like, Hey, have you heard of Evil Dead? And I was like, Yeah, wasn't that like shitty, scary movie, but like not scary movie from like the yeah. 70s or whatever. Um, he's like, Yeah, I wrote the musical, and I was like, Okay, fuck." um, well. <laughs> So, sorry uh and so he asked me he asked me to audition so i i, I said sure yeah that's gonna be great yeah i'd, I'd love to be on a musical he's like sure okay so here send gives me his email he's like just send me an audition three weeks goes by i don't send a thing because i'm a lazy shitty comedian <laughs> and he messaged me he's like hey man you're gonna you gonna send me an audition tape? i was like yeah yeah, yeah for sure for sure for sure get caught up in life and all that bullshit and another week and a half two weeks goes by still haven't sent him anything and he's now calling around to people who know me and asking I'm them trying the to find you? Yeah, but like also being like is this guy shit is he like just a <laughs> shitty human being um,
0: references yeah
1: honestly and then and thank god i haven't burned that many bridges because some people are like no 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 he's good he's just you know he's in his own world so eventually i I sent him the audition tape uh like I think it was like three months later that's <laughs> and he so liked it far.
0: that's what I mean you don't you have so much talent like you can just be discovered singing somewhere, but you don't have enough ego to like prep like to hustle the promo, you oh, know, like that's yeah. classic maybe, shabs. I, yeah, love, maybe, it. Maybe.
1: Uh, I love it maybe maybe that's it's gonna annoy a lot of people that's like you know what. Trend
0: you we just got to get you on the voice and get you manufactured into like let's go you know i'm selling out i'm ready to sell out i've i sell out every second of the day now (laughs) since since this isolation stuff that's my new thing um shabu so Mm -hmm. like you were really busy like you you went from touring like you were doing all that second city stuff and then you went straight into house go then you went to touring then you did Uh, like i think there was things in between that before going to steppenwolf because yeah Mm -hmm. you did all those friend shows and stuff like that you've been busy and that was like i know that life that like life of like there's no moments of peace because you're going from one moment to another and god do i miss it sometimes it's the best i love being busy but um so like now with covid and the like Mm -hmm. new life in toronto what how's your life changed like what's your life like now
1: yeah. Um I think like like everyone in the world at this point, it's been <clears throat> excuse me. It's been such a foundational shift. Like I, I could go into detail about all the contracts I lost and like you know, leaving my condo, leaving the life I knew, all that stuff. Um and I, I think I think everyone could relate to that in some way. Everyone's lost something. Yeah. But I think where it was a negative, all that loss, at this point, I, I, maybe it's, like, to stop myself from going crazy, I, I've kind of, like, had to pull some good out of it, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, I'm astounded by how resilient, actually, we all are. Yeah. Because shouldn't we all be going crazy by
1: now? Yeah. Shouldn't
0: we all just be you screaming in the so. streets? Yeah. yeah. So you found... A way to well i think we all we've all had to just find a way to be positive about it and like make the best of it so how so you we'll go over the bad parts i have a whole
1: question about the bad parts but
0: but how have you what have you done to like make the best of it
1: yeah um well i'm moving back here so initially like moving home was so terrifying for me um i think because there was a lot of I don't know how, how's a good way to put this. Like I, I was worried I would become something that I tried so hard to get away from.
0: Yeah. I think especially because we're we're both brown, right? Like yep. <laughs> brown. So like yep. when you finally do get out of your parents' house, it's like a huge oh. achievement because they're oh on to you to stay, right? Like they were like, No, don't go, don't yeah. go, stay, 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 stay. So like when yeah, you Yeah, and they make it out, so easy. yeah they make it so easy it's oh yeah I and that was the thing
1: that terrified me right yeah like it was it was like I I, I'm not being the person I want to be because I'm because I'm in a comfortable place and I think anyone who's done any growth realizes that it's super uncomfortable and you kind of have to get used to being uncomfortable to be the person that you want to be because it everything sucks in the beginning you know yeah
0: But it's kind of so. I went back to my parents' house too for two months uh, in the summer, Mm -hmm. and at first, it actually takes me a while to get comfortable there. Like it takes me a while to like accept help and stuff. But then you do, you do get comfortable there, and it's kind of nice. It's kind of like having, like, uh, to not think about it in this permanent way. To think about it as like a like it's a nice place to like. Heal your wounds, mm. kind of thing, mm. you know, like come back and like, cause it's nice to have people around you that love you, of course. Yes, right? yes. And then it's also nice to, and like people who aren't friends, like family. I don't know about yeah. your family. My family's like, we're a team and like they're the yep. people who know me yep. the best. Yep. Exactly. So it's like, it's a different way to take care of yourself. It's like to have like a little like loving nest around you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it like has that has helped you like make the best of it?
1: That's definitely helped me but it's only you see like i i, I pushed so hard against that w- when i was younger mm-hmm. i i wanted to get away from the nest as, as as much as possible because i felt like it was stunting my growth and and, and it wasn't white yeah i think coming back i i had a lot of resentment and, reverse and i had a lot of things to get by and get over and i think i had this attachment to my past life um the way I, uh, you know, my routines and my projects and everything on the go and suddenly all that's gone and I'm with these people that remind me about who I was when I was younger and it was just so terrifying. Yeah. Um, and I didn't see them for that love and that 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 knowledge of who I really am. I just saw them as like a, a, a slide that was going to slide down to become the person that I was. Um, yeah. And that's it's like it's a scary thing
0: it's hard it feels like a failure instead of like love sometimes like the love totally. that you feel like you're getting and that's such yeah i've definitely had that those that thought process because yeah like you i wanted to get out as soon as i possibly yeah. could and then when i go back i always feel like oh they're stifling me and blah 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 mm-hmm. but the last time i went back I was I was really hurt about something. I've had a lot of yeah losses, of course, this year mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. And I was really hurt about something, and it was nice not to be completely alone. Although this podcast is about being happy alone, but it was <laughs> nice about like it was just nice to have a safe place yeah. to like to yeah. like try to make the best of it. Because sometimes I don't know when I'm all alone trying to make the best of it is a bit. Yeah, it gets overwhelming, I guess. But yeah, family, family, because that's another people will think like you're single and you have no one and stuff like that. Family is a really important connection, it's super
1: important. Yeah, I am. Is. I took them for granted, and Same. I, I, gosh, I admit, even in the beginning of this whole thing, I was taking them for granted, um, and I wanted nothing more than to just get back to my old life, and I think, I think part of that was just. Realizing that your family is humans too, yeah, like they, like they have their faults and flaws and their fears and anxieties, just like you do, and they're trying to heal too. And maybe they, and and like uh, I, I don't know about you, but my parents are a lot older. They're from a different generation, mm-hmm. and maybe they don't know how to put words to the fact that they want to heal or that they're scared or that they're anxious. Or that they live with regret. You know, there's so much there that, you know, when you, you just kind of realize that they're humans too. And you yeah. got to, yeah, you got to feel compassion for them like you do for yourself when you're trying to heal.
0: Yeah, I noticed the older I get, and especially when I, I'm going to therapy now, full yeah, disclosure, sure. you'll me hear too. it a million times on this podcast because I'm like obsessed mm-hmm. with therapy now. But like, I think it's made me more communicative, like even to do this podcast to have, you on to talk to you like yeah. it's made me more communicative which has like changed my relationship with my parents because i communicate with them a lot more whereas i think i was just like you don't understand me yeah. <laughs> when <I> was, like, <laughs> like not even that much i would say like five years ago i'd be like you don't get it yeah it's so true um, but now i'm like i'm getting to know them better because i'm talking mm. to them i'm actually like mm-hmm. really talking yeah. to them and so um yeah they become so much more human and then you i don't know it's it's nice it's nice i like where like as i get older like the relationship with my parents yeah is, like healthier and healthier yeah
1: which is it's funny because the thing that i've realized is like they haven't really changed it's me that's changing Oh
0: yeah,
1: because we know, were assholes. Like, yeah, well yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. for sure I was an asshole. But also I think I've it's I think the one thing that therapy has helped me develop, especially as a person who is going through life right now on my own, um, is how to live a little more vulnerably and just be okay with With the vulnerability of like actually opening yourself up to people and taking the risk that hey i'm gonna tell my dad today that look i i i know you're afraid i'm afraid too we're gonna get through this together and then watch him say something like oh i'm not afraid or whatever and then like you know risk taking that hurt because it's worth it in the end because maybe he does and then like maybe like an hour later he'll come up to me and be like well you know uh, not super afraid but you know yeah and then all that dad stuff that, that dad's <laughs> do. <doing>. that
0: <laughs> dad, yeah as so like therapy and like i don't know about your culture but my culture it's not it's not Great, <laughs> we don't love therapy,
1: mental health doesn't don't. exist,
0: no. And so, like, wow. even when I first started going to therapy, my mom's like, Oh, so you're just going to talk badly about me during the whole thing? <laughs> I, I do my mom's accent confidently that's now, that's really good. Uh, so I spent a lot of time with her, but and she's like, Oh, you're just going to talk bad about me now, and I was like, No, uh, like, this is not about you, this is about yeah. me. Yeah. And so, like, that's a great way to bring it back to the podcast. This <laughs> is like, yeah. So, when you're doing that, like, before you could be vulnerable uh, do you find like i found of uh, being vulnerable is easier when i'm working on myself first so like if yeah, i can't I, I used to wonder like why even like with friends like you and like like great friends that i have yeah. people who i love very much i always found it really hard to open up and i never knew why yeah. and i think what i've discovered in this time alone and tell me for the same is sure. That I because I'm working on myself because I'm spending time with myself, because like I'm like processing thoughts because I have time and stuff, mm. that I'm more willing to be vulnerable now because I'm like, okay, I know I'll be okay. Like mm. I know that no mm. matter what you say or what you do to me, I'll be okay. And I don't mm. think I ever had that like assurance in myself until now. Um, no. And I think time alone has kind of really helped me on that. side. So like, has working through therapy and like working on yourself has that like helped you be more vulnerable? in your experience it
1: it definitely has um yeah i i think that's an amazing thing like the the knowledge that you got your own back yeah uh, you know it's like well it's the world can throw what it throws at me but but i i know how to heal now and maybe it takes time and maybe it's not easy to do but i I, there's an avenue now there's a there's a there's a language
0: like you know so this is maybe too much for my guy <laughs> i yeah. know my cycles right so like i know what i need to get through like i'm gonna feel this way because i'm a woman and we have our cycles and blah blah, blah. Oh, but also oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Did I get it? cut out cut out uh, <laughs> no um but like i know what i need right from yes. myself yeah. and yeah. i don't think maybe before i i'm like did everybody were you all like is this what you all just knew how to like, need it I, don't, I,
1: <laughs> I really don't think so i, okay, I thank god oh. i have a look i you feel bad for people because we just god, we, we we know and i i forget where i heard this I, I heard this somewhere, someone saying this, I've been taken in so much, but it really resonated with me. It was like we have this giant, disgusting personal life that we know, that only we know, and we compare it every day to the best of people. Because that's what people really show you. They only show you their best. Like it's not very often that you get to see someone's mess, but we have to live with our mess. So we're comparing our mess with people's best. It's no wonder why we're all fucked up. Can okay, I swear? Yeah.
0: Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think
1: answer all the Okay, great. So so it's like, no wonder why we're all fucked up, right? Because, like,
0: yeah. we're,
1: we're living in this world of comparison. And if people were just a bit more vulnerable and let let their mess show, because, like, we're if there, at some point, we have to realize that we're all the same. Like,
0: yeah.
1: we're all different think- and unique, yes, but we're all going through the same shit
0: yes i totally agree that's why okay i hate instagram and i hate facebook and i hate <laughs> yeah, i yeah. like t- twitter's fine um but i love <laughs> tiktok i love tiktok because it's it's people sh- like i'm sure you're still like you're still in charge of producing your brand and your look and stuff right. but i feel like mm. people let themselves show a bit more of themselves there than they do on the other platforms because you're mm. right it is all like people are just showing you what they want you to see yeah and And then sometimes I think we as human beings maybe get lost in what we're showing and compared to who we are. That's the biggest thing I've noticed is that there's a vast difference between the person like the comedy community and audiences know than who I actually am. And Mm. I always thought I had an authentic brand. (laughs) so i was like i my brand's so authentic and they're like no people have no idea about me and i think it's because i started forgetting about myself in a weird way so like when you're performing like as an artist who performs and stuff like that do you like and you're say you were very busy at one time and stuff like that sure yeah how do you how do you like make sure that doesn't happen that disassociation oh
1: man it's fuck it's hard it's hard because i mean like touching on the community like we're all like yes we're all friends or all we're we're all supporting each other in ways we're also all competing against each other yeah there's only so many jobs in the acting community um so there that's it's it would be naive to ignore that that being said though there's so much abundance everywhere right now and there's so much content like yeah. There'd be no way to, 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 to for for anyone to, for any, for any of these jobs to run out. Um Yeah. How to to go back to your question like how to keep it how to keep your head on straight. It's tough. I don't know. I've lost it so many times.
0: Yeah. I didn't actually even realize I had been doing this <laughs> until we stopped. All being together and spaces together and stuff like that like even from the office like i feel like there's like that version of me and then there's like the version of me for um the audiences and the shows and comedy and stuff like that and then like the version for my parents too which i thought like that's the most me right and i'm like no that's not the most me either (laughs) and then i was like i think therapy really does because you're paying someone to like talk through your shit and you can't you can't really bullshit there right like you can't bullshit about no. yourself otherwise you're wasting money and time right yeah i was just saying, like you can but you can but why yeah. bother at that point like right so mm. yeah i i yeah i found a sense of self in this and through therapy i think That's that i i i didn't i wasn't getting in comedy i'm like and do you think so like you're working on yourself and you're, sure. you're becoming yeah. more vulnerable and stuff like that how do you how is that currently affecting like your creativity and like how do you think it's gonna affect you when you go back into the big world of whatever lies ahead Mm. of
1: us Mm -hmm. well i i think the big thing is i definitely don't do shit that i don't want to do anymore Mm -hmm. uh you know there's so many times when you're when you're working in this industry that you're kind of like saying yes to things just because you think it might be a good career boost or you think that you know, you're you. Yes, and yeah, tattoo to your body, yeah. and people
0: are like, <laughs> yeah. "You have yes, and tattoo to your body." You got to do all the shows. <laughs> That's
1: uh, oh god, you've kind of painted yourself into
0: something. Uh, I'm gonna get it erased, I think. But yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like just leave the and. Yeah. <laughs> Add yeah, a question mark. Be, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> um, I know. Yeah, saying yeah, yes to everything. Yeah. Yeah, so you're compelled to say yes to everything. So I definitely have been more critical with where i spend my time because that's my biggest commodity right now it's it's my it's my time which is hilarious because all we have right now is time (laughs) but even still like i value my day like i really like i had to i've had to set up really strict boundaries with people around me that with my agent like with people who know me like i my phone is off pretty much from 9 p.m till 9 a.m like yeah you're just not gonna get a hold of me and i need that time because otherwise i'm gonna lose my fucking mind and you'll see me on the news like (laughs) i need those i need those moments in the morning to to have my sanity to write to drink some tea to meditate to scream into a pillow like whatever i want to do i need to do it and so if a gig or if an opportunity i'm throwing up the I don't know what you call these. The bunny ears? Finger opportunity. Finger yeah, quotes. finger quotes. That's a bunny ears. Uh, <laughs> so, so like an uh, opportunity arises and it falls into times where I've kind of blocked out for myself. I just say no at this point.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I so that's like the thing that I, at first I was so resistant to it, to being able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Mm. Cause I'm like, I always have a schedule and I always have like a time slotted out and I have a million things to do. And then, yeah, like a lot of, shows were gone and like my day job kind of was like i have maybe four hours a week or something lately so i could do whatever i right. want and then i get really mad at myself for not being able to sleep and my yeah my therapist yeah. was like why are you getting so mad at yourself like she's like sleep when you want to sleep and i'm like i can do that <laughs> <laughs> i can just do
1: what we, i want to do you yeah, think we need permission right and i think that's that's such a big thing is to realize that you don't really need to get permission from anyone to live the way you want to live. I mean, as long as you're not harming others, and you're not, as long as you're, you know, living in a way that Supports what you want to do, then just do whatever it is.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Okay, so that was our that was our opener. Usually, I I don't Award. know. This is what we're gonna do. But I, yeah, now I have our show. Sure. We're setting the rules. We're setting the rules. I do what I want. This is my show. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now I have this thing. It's called Seven Questions in Heaven. It's kind of like Seven Minutes in Heaven, but oh we're not God. gonna kiss because of COVID. <laughs> And also, All right. I. But you know what? When COVID's over, I'm kissing everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, everyone can get some. Everyone's getting after, some
0: after after some consent. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 okay, so here's my seven questions. Some of them maybe we already went over, and everybody's cool. um, answer is going to be different. So, yeah. um, so question number one is: How much time a week do you spend alone? So you live with your family. Yes. H- how do you how do you make like a loan time for yourself, and how much time do you spend alone?
1: Right, so um, I'm pretty much no one can talk to me from seven a.m. till twelve p.m. That's my time to myself. Um, I, there are exceptions here and there, obviously. Like I'll come up, I'll say hi, uh, grab a tea, whatever I need to do. But but that's my that's my time to myself. So I usually carve out. I think I would go. You know. Uh, per week i don't know but maybe like five hours in the morning just for me
0: okay nice yeah. that's good that's healthy that you can set those boundaries with your family you got it i want, it. My, I want it. my mom to listen to this um <laughs> okay <laughs> question number two i'm gonna
1: get yelled at by your mother
0: no she's like she'll just also
1: sorry excuse my dog my dog is just oh my god
0: excuse my roommate my cat the wind somebody's drilling upstairs (laughs) (laughs) this is life um so my next question is so and we kind of covered this but how much has the pandemic changed the way you spend time by yourself so maybe not all the Mm. shows and all the things you were doing Mm -hmm. but like when you used to spend time by yourself when you lived in the city compared to like now what's the difference
1: well when i used to spend time alone it was a lot of time being self-critical so mm-hmm. i would and all right so I'll, I'll share this like i i used to do this thing and this is <laughs> whatever um i used to do this thing where i there was a sauna in my building mm-hmm. and so i would go and my my time alone was to sit in that sauna so i would sit in there for 30 minutes and i would blast the heat like blast it to a got to be an unhealthy point. Um, and I would sit there as quiet as possible and just wrestle with my demons. And most of the time it was a lot of negative talk, like self-talk. Um, and to be honest, it worked to a point. Like, like I, I was looking good. I was feeling good. I was, I was, I had a million projects on the go and I was kind of spending my time to myself trying to get better because I I hated the person that I was. Um, now my time alone is more. I guess once, once you build a fire full of, uh, fueled off of self loathing, you realize mm-hmm. it just doesn't burn that long. It's not sustainable. It, it, eventually, you just. I mean, how much can you hate yourself? I mean, probably a lot, but it, <laughs> it just didn't. It didn't keep burning for me. It didn't, and probably because I did get a taste of what it meant to have self love. And so once you get a taste of it, I don't know, it changes things for you. So now my time is spent, again, trying to better myself, but not because I don't like myself, but because I'm worth the effort, uh, the hard work, right? I'm, I'm. It's not out of self-love. It's not out of self-loathing. It's out of self-love.
0: So, I love this. Yeah. 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 that's amazing yeah i totally resonate with what you're saying as some yeah i'm the most critical like nobody can hurt me because yeah. i said worse to Jeez. myself right but totally totally but now yeah i do i'm like learning to love myself i'm treating myself as like somebody i'm dating like i'm getting it feels to know weird my... right it does feel weird but i'm like what do you want to do tonight andrew I'm like, I'm, like, very, like, I'm like how do you feel like i never Ooh. it's so it's nice it's nice to make it's really from nice. going to that place of like hating yourself to like yeah learning to like know yourself and love yourself love it and i yeah i totally yeah. identify and okay so this might answer part of the next question so sure. what's the hardest part about being alone so like the hardest part about it being-
1: yeah man, so so when i was in when i was in steppenwolf uh, training um there, there was this lovely discussion we had about uh, dicky birds <laughs> it's just it's just uh you know it's like the the bird that perched on your shoulder that's like hey you're shit hey yeah dude, you can't do this who do you think you are like i never knew all... they
0: had a name
1: yeah the dicky birds that it's I know. yeah anyway. the dicky <laughs> birds they, they come a chirping and even like uh, how many times can i remember you know being on stage and like being in the middle of a scene maybe it's dramatic maybe it's fun maybe it's comedy but but you know standing there and, and just like that 5% of your brain is like, you shouldn't be here. You're a fake, you know? So that to me is the hardest part of being alone because those, those voices start to creep in and all the negative self-talk starts to creep in. Um,
0: yeah i totally is that yeah. i think that's part of the reason i keep myself so busy i used to keep yes. myself so busy to shut that voice up because oh, yeah. it was like i f- i was scared to be alone because i was afraid that would happen mm-hmm. that, that would pop mm-hmm. up but now yeah interesting we have so 100%. much in common shaboo
1: of course we all do <laughs> all all of us all humans are we're Is that what I'm gonna
0: discover with this podcast <laughs> that we're all actually alive. Oh my god
1: <laughs> As someone <laughs> as someone who's never
0: fit in, I think I need to he- learn that lesson. So I, I feel good about yeah. learning that. Um okay, yeah. so what's your favorite uh what's the best part about being alone?
1: Oh my gosh, I love my own company. I laugh at all my own jokes. I I oh God, it's the best. It's like I love making myself laugh and people think I'm crazy because like be cackling like i'll watch i'm either watching something or i'm writing something or i'm doing something in the basement or something and i'll just start cackling to myself and my my literally my my sister will come and knock on the door and she'll be like hey you okay (laughs) like no it's this hilarious you just gotta she's like hey no one else is here i'm like yeah 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 okay whatever leave um so i do like i just i love my own company i love
0: yeah, I yeah. I I do too. I love I yeah, oh, me and my wigs, I could spend 3 days just alone in my apartment with my wigs. wigs and I don't need anybody what else wings? or anything. Else. what wigs do you have during this isolation I have bought so many wigs and glasses <laughs> and so I just have <laughs> I just make characters <laughs> I'm not even doing shows I'm not recording TikToks or Instagrams I'm literally by myself talking to my cat just like being a weird. yeah I could spend I don't need people anymore you just bad. imagine
1: the Amazon guys like I don't know this is the seventh wig <laughs> this week uh,
0: yeah my uh, Amazon oh I give a lot to that company I give a lot right. Right. Um, right so uh what in all this time you're spending on yourself getting to what's like something um like new you've discovered about yourself in this time like a, a fun Ooh. thing and like a serious mm.
1: thing okay a fun thing and a serious thing um hmm a fun thing and a serious thing. can i think about this yeah one, one absolutely second? i think i think they're both it's gonna be kind of like the same thing so oh. <laughs> all right um so uh, earlier in the summer, part of that being alone is I went, I went through a really bad breakup. And like, okay, hold on. Let me fall back. It wasn't that bad. But everything feels like <laughs> death when you get broken up with. Yes. Um, so, so is it really bad? Probably not. Did it feel like I was dying? Yes. Um, so I was going through that and, I, again, trying to heal. So I, I discovered mushrooms. I had taken mushrooms. Okay, are you a fan? You're a fan of mushrooms?
0: I'm micro-dosing. Currently. Yes, me too. Yeah! Me Oh, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Um,
1: it is. Uh, and I didn't... So, like, uh, my history with mushrooms was, like, fucking doing mushrooms in my, bar, my, my buddy's farm in... Good Lord, what was it? Whitby? I don't know where it was. No, it wasn't Whitby. <laughs> I don't know. It was a farm somewhere, and I did mushrooms, and I ran around in the dark. Like, that was... What mushrooms were to me but when i i met up with a friend who who was a bit of a healer himself and he was like hey let's take these mushrooms and walk around the forest and maybe you'll you know it, maybe it'll open something up that you hadn't dealt with it was just like i took i took a lot i took like i think I, well he told me it was a lot i don't know what a lot is but i took about three and a half four grams mm-hmm. that and is lot, yeah. i yeah and i went on a trip and that first part of that trip was just like it was so much fun it was so much fun and and just like everything was beautiful and the colors were vibrant and it just like it it opened up so much life that was within me and and that i noticed in the world and so going on going on hikes now on a head full of mushrooms (laughs) is definitely a a thing i've discovered and i really enjoy this is
0: all i want to do with you now
1: (laughs) dude it's so much fun
0: so and then and then
1: the the opposite side of that the hard part is because like there's no free ride right like Mm -hmm. you gotta check in with yourself and and What I've noticed that mushroom does as an empathogen, it really gives you, it opens you up and makes you see the stuff you need to deal with. And for me, it gave me the, like, ability to empathize and have a little bit of compassion with myself. Like, I I was able to just forgive myself just a little for the way I handled the breakup, for the way I handled uh, the, like everything crashing during covid about how i dealt with my parents when i moved in like it just uh, it gave me a little bit of compassion for that shabu at that time and i could you know it yeah. lets you forgive that person but it's hard right like it sucks it to, to, to have to deal with those emotions were really 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 hard and it's a lot of crying a lot of feeling terrible yeah but you know the other side of it is healing so
0: mm-hmm. and like Yeah, about giving yourself space to do that and like giving it like treating yourself Mm. like you're your own friend. Like, how would you like guide a friend through this? Right. And I I, yeah, I I, I totally mushrooms has helped me with that. Like it has like it's kind of detached me from myself in a weird way that I'm like, I can see this person and have compassion for her yeah
1: did you it's, start with microdose or did you take like a heroic dose
0: i so i've had only bad mushroom experiences so right, when it was right. suggested to me because i don't want to go on antidepressants and things like yes. that and, and, and anti-anxiety medication it was mostly for anxiety that i wanted yeah, to yeah, go yeah, on yeah. medication um somebody like a medical person i with, suggested this to me and um yeah i noticed i used to be in my throat chakra to be that person um i used to feel like really tight like like Mm -hmm. like a lump in my throat constantly like that's where you would
1: carry your tension right like it would all just like build up in your throat
0: yeah and since bob curry i've kind of had this feeling it's like this ongoing feeling of like just i it's hard for me to completely express myself in a way that's comfortable for me and then i started taking the shrooms and doing therapy and like I just started communicating better and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. nothing like the whole world is not gonna hate me if I have an opinion. And I'm like, no, Whoa. Yeah. oh gosh. yeah. So that's yeah, so
1: good. Sh- what a great realization. Yeah, and like, God it's God amazing that it's <laughs> yeah. Well I mean it but really- here's the thing, like you can't just take shrooms and get better. Like you have to do no. the work, right?
0: No, you can't yeah. take any I have other I have relatives on um like medication for ADHD and things like that, but they're not doing right, therapy right. and you can see that you can't just take a pill and not do the work. Um, got to do the work. You got to do the work. Oh, I used to hate when people, you got to do the work. Like, <laughs> what work are you talking about? Why? <laughs> um, okay. So you told me about, so you're taught ta- that like morning routine you have, like the time yes, you spend by yourself. Yes. Can you like detail it from like, so you turn sure. your phone off at 9 p.m. and then like tell, tell us everything.
1: Yeah. So I try and. I, I try and so the phone goes off at nine, but like more realistic is like I'm off screens by like 10, You know, it's like you you're slowly getting ready for bed and the lights come down and the screens go off. And, and, and I try and just kind of center myself for sleep at around ten thirty eleven, 11. Um, and then it's just a, a bit of journaling or a bit of reading and then and then just try and pass out as quickly as possible. I like to get up at well, so it since for a couple months now it's been around seven, um, uh-huh. and I've never been an early riser, never, never, never. Um, but I've really been enjoying it. Um, but I was I was just reading this I don't know what it was this this book uh, by a guy named Matthew Walker on sleep. Is it Matthew Walker? It might be Matthew Walker, um, but it's about sleep, and he basically says like, don't set an alarm. Just like train yourself to wake up because you really want eight hours. So I've mm-hmm. I've kind of changed it up. So I I, I ditch the alarm. Somewhere between seven and eight, I wake up. I don't I don't want to wake up with an alarm. I don't want to be like bolted out of bed. Yeah. Um. So I just let myself wake up, and then I, it's really simple. I kind of just like wash up, um, and I grab a tea. And I go into my basement. I'm really lucky that my parents have a, um, it's a, it's a very vertical house. So there's a lot of floors. So it's, it's not like a big house, but it's just very, there's a lot of floors. So, so I go all the way into the the basement and I set up a yoga mat down there. And I just spend the morning sitting with myself, drinking tea, journaling. I'll try and write. I mean, I used to write a lot of morning pages. So, and journaling's kind of been with me in my whole life. Um, And if I can get somewhere between a page, a page and a half, two pages, that's good for me. But some days it's, you know, you write one sentence, you're like, that's all I got. And then I'll, yeah, I'll I'll drink the tea, write the journal, uh, and also doing a yoga uh, routine that I have. it, It was, it started as like a bit of a sedana, like kind of like a thing you do for 40 days straight. And that's kind of, you know, to build... I don't know if it's to build discipline or just to like have a discipline or have a practice. Um, But at this point, it's just like when I need it, it's there. So, you know, if I don't feel like doing yoga and I just want to meditate, I'll do that. Or if I'll just, you know, I'll just do yoga, yoga and then maybe save the meditation for later, but it's some form of like sitting with myself quietly and then, and then I'll do that. And then, go upstairs make a breakfast head back down get a workout in and then start by day nice
0: yeah nice that is a successful yeah i'm not an i'm not an early riser but i recently got a cat who makes me an early riser so um yeah but yeah that's like a lovely wait morning pages or something i need to get better at i used to be i used to be so good at journaling but yeah that's a lovely and and i think i'll
1: I'll say this these are all just tools for me mm-hmm. to use when I want to use them. I'm not yeah. married to any of them. And I don't beat myself up if I don't do yoga one day. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Speaking. Of, yeah. So I would did this. I am I need to do it again. I did this like workout thing where I worked out for 55 days in a row kind of thing. And it wasn't. Yeah, that was dope it was just to see what i could do it wasn't like at fr- yeah. but then i started posting about it and people were like you're inspiring me and i'm like damn it i'm like this is not about you this is about me and but i was just like it was i just like to see what i'm capable of so like even like i've been trying to learn coding or learn a different language or something because sure, i'm like yeah, just to see what I'm capable of, and like having the time to do that is pretty awesome. So the yoga, like forty days in a row, I totally get that.
1: Yeah, yeah and you surprise yourself with what you're yeah. actually capable of. Like, yeah. I bet you didn't think you could learn coding.
0: No, I did not think. I used to think that's how robots talked. So <laughs> it's not. Like, now I'm a robot. Cool. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, I guess we're all humans. Um. So yeah. this is the last question before we get out oh. of heaven. Um. It's. So how does, how do you think being alone has, is going to help you connect with others? And like, how's it going to help you? Yeah. Like when we get out of here mm. and we get back into like licking each other's butts and dating and
1: stuff,
0: <laughs> how's it going to help?
1: Straight to booty, huh? <laughs> Straight awesome. to booty. Hey, I get it. <laughs> um, well, I think it's fair to say that I won't take social gatherings for granted anymore. Yeah. Uh, I think especially in a in a community where we basically just perform for one another four or five nights a week yeah. um it's really easy to take a night off and be like yeah i don't want to go see your show i love you but i don't want to see the show yeah um and you know what's funny like i say this now like i'm never missing another show, like i will i will I i'll miss more shows it's, i was literally not... saying
0: this to somebody i'm like i'm never canceling on a party again and they're like andrea <laughs> You love. Yeah, you him. will. Like, oh <laughs> I was like Yeah, True. yeah. True.
1: I think I think the one thing is like, I think I've there's a I've learned a difference between having all cl- like f- close friends and like what it means to have people that know you and what it means to just be in a in social setting. You know, there's it's it's a different these are different it's the way we let people in right yeah and i think i used to really make that differentiation and i think now the way i want to live is maybe closing that gap a bit and if people are on board sure come on board it's gonna be weird you're gonna see my mess it's not gonna be like i'm not gonna show you that i'm good all the time um but and some people won't get on that train and that's fine um but I, I don't want that gap to exist. So I think that's going to be different in how I interact now. And also just having more confidence in myself and my voice and, and what yeah. I have to offer the world. Right?
0: Yeah. I think I, I'm going to trust what I want more. Like oh, so nobody nobody's going to get to – I'm not going to get to know anybody in a good way if I'm going to something I don't want to be like i'm going somewhere i don't want to be because i'm not going to be like in this open mood so like if i want to be there i'll be there and i'll be like i'll be there (laughs) like i'll be there but yeah um that was great thank you so much for answering all my questions oh
1: so good
0: (laughs) um i just i just think you're an amazing pal and you're i you've always had this like old soul wisdom about you so i needed you on the show Uh um and i just am very excited uh that um you're in my life and that we're friends yeah. and that okay. i'm excited to see what you're going to do in the future speaking of do you have anything Ooh. that you want to uh, plug we're so we just oh, talked about the plug part? yeah let's plug, plug. plug. and um, do it well or i'll come for you <laughs> <laughs> um
1: uh, well wait, first of all yeah no this is an amazing thing you're doing i think it's a really good topic that we all need to sh- we need to talk about and we need to listen to um and i love that you're finding. All this magic from your solitude, and it's funny because, like, it's really it's sol it's it's comfort in being alone. But it, but like, it involves the world. It involves people. A, and there's this amazing symbiosis that that happens when you heal yourself, you heal the world, you heal the people around you. You give them, um, you give them an excuse to be themselves. So it's great what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, and then. Get to, get to
0: blogging get to blogging just like look
1: at my instagram it's like just hey, follow me instagram? instagram. my dog my dog just got more followers than me and it's pissing me off <laughs> what's so your all just,
0: what's your handle everybody follow jonathan
1: shabu real simple at jonathan or... shabu uh please we have to fucking get me more followers than my dog my dog hit over a thousand and i'm just struggling <laughs> around the seven hundreds and it's pissing me off so uh yes help an animal
0: Yes, despite an atom, also you'll see lots of amazing cooking experiments, yes. lots of um amazing singing and like, just a beautiful face so
1: (laughs) you're so good at this you're so i'm 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 really good at
0: hyping other people up if you ever had to like like have i even mentioned that this podcast the name of it is happy alone (laughs) no i don't know (laughs) it's called happy alone and if you want to learn more about it you can follow me at pop goes andrea uh on everything and you'll see my wigs so uh thanks so much jonathan shabu for joining me on my first uh i recorded an episode all by myself because my first guest actually canceled on me <laughs> so nice. this is our second episode with the guest yes we did it Woo, um, yeah uh, we did it um uh be nice to yourselves and and, and be happy alone <laughs>